Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. And Southtel, we just haven't fixed the uh, music yet. I'm actually waiting for it to arrive today, so uh, Curtis's uh, Southtel will be on there. So good morning, guys. Good morning. So uh, this is all you, man. I-10, Curtis. Yes, sir. Uh, alive, breathing. <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody what happened, man. Uh, well, I was in a fender bender. Yeah, that's a little uh, bit more than a fender bender, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to cut me out of the car. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. They said I was uh, non-responsive from the time of the accident to the time they cut me out. Really? I've never had the Jaws of yeah. Life used on me, Jim. You? Well, no. no. They call it a hearse tool. I heard. <laughs> did yeah. they really? Yeah. <laughs> did you wake up and think you were dreaming? Where did you no, end up oh waking no. up? Were you wake up in the hospital or where did you wake up? No, I, I woke up right when they were putting me in the ambulance. Oh, okay. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Well, we're glad you're here. When did it happen? Yeah, glad to be here. Uh, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> no, nothing, nothing broken, no major, you know, well, I no, mean, you already so messed much. up, so... <laughs> So, uh, but all right. So, no major injuries uh, other than the Subaru, right? No, uh, I was not in the Subaru. I was in a Lexus. Oh, a Lexus. Yeah, okay. The, I was in a wife's car, and she said um, she had a doctor's appointment in Birmingham. So she said, uh, I, "I'm gonna drive." I told her to drive my car because her car was making a rattling noise. Yeah. And so, yeah, I said, "Look, I'll, I'll take a look at it." You sure she got did. To the hospital you? that night. I said, uh, "Hun, I fixed the rattle. Yeah. It's not rattling anymore." Did you freak her out, man? Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they, she said that uh, she said that she called me and talked to me on the phone, but I don't remember any of it. Really? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah I had a big old watermelon knot on the side yeah. of my head, and I can't move. Where right was now, it? Where, so. where where were you? Uh, Highway ninety five mm-hmm. in Alberta. Mm, out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Well, man, I tell you what, I got in a wreck once. uh, In fact, it was December seventh, two thousand six. I think two thousand seven. No, two thousand eleven. On that bridge, on Three Mile Bridge. And I tell you what, um, if you plugged an RCA jack into my head, you could see the whole thing. Really? Yeah, uh, I remember that vividly. My side airbag is what saved my life too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had no idea it was even there, but I remember watching it pop. As it came out, I, I, there were so many airbags I had no idea my car had, <laughs> and uh, and so I I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah. stay strong. That's right. All right, you, well, you you live to vote, right? You live <laughs> to right. vote today. That's right. So, all right, this is it, man. This is an important day for our country, and I, I know we don't do politics, so I'm not even going to get into all the the nonsense. But I'm just glad for it to be over, right? We don't have to hear any more about it until <laughs> tomorrow, and then the winner gets the gloat. Right. Yeah, I think we're gonna hear about this one for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it ain't I, over. It ain't over. No, yeah. and I've been talking to some of my friends overseas, and they're they've asked me. They think it's a joke. They don't think it's really like this. And I'm like, yes, it's really like this. Yeah. It's not fun at all. So I lived through the Jesse Ventura era, so I'm just saying. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that guy. That's right. <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. Well, Jim Gilmore Services, and then uh, obviously Southtel. But you know, this is a. Uh, I think we're breaking the rules. Normally, we don't talk about I-10. Until at least February, right? Because everybody that's doing <laughs> I ten is like, dude, we can't. I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, but we're going to go ahead and talk about they it. They want so. to forget about it for a little while, but yeah. Um, tell us your experience with with I ten. This was your first I ten. No, second, second, second. Okay. second. second. So tell us what you came uh, away it, with. We had a great experience. We really had a lot of exposure. Matter of fact, we've uh, secured uh, at least one large uh, project from the show, 
And matter of fact, that's taking place this week already. So we really had, from a business standpoint, um, generating business for Gilmore Services. It was fantastic. And the exposure that we had. Good booth placement. We had the vehicle for shredding the hard drives right yeah. outside our booth. So it really worked out well. Um, You've started to think, too, by the way. Like, everybody knows the mason jar <laughs> with a hard drive. Like, that's like your new calling card. I think so. Yeah. I think, so. I think the people that were staying at the hotel were getting a little concerned that that thing was out there for three days because they <laughs> kept walking by and looking going, you know, is the FBI coming or <laughs> yeah. something? You know, <laughs> Some scandal, some corrupt I, scandal. Yeah, yeah. The, the Clinton staying here this weekend? Yeah. What was that? You know. <laughs> here we I go. I thought we didn't do politics. That's right. <laughs> Oops. Oops. It slipped out. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think the show was just a fantastic coming together of so many different spectrums from the IT world, you know, from the people that came across our booth and you start talking to them, what they did and what their background was. I mean, you know, when you think of the convergence of technology has had on our society, um, you know, you, you look at now what Conica Minolta is getting into, mm-hmm. you, they're yeah. much more than just you know, copy machines in your, in your office. Mm-hmm. And you look at all the telecom and you look at all the different things that everybody has branched out to. We've all had to adapt to the microchip and the changing yeah. of our world. You know, even something as simple as we do of, you know, shredding paper. Well, obviously we've had to adapt or we, you adapt or you die, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's right. I think it's kind of interesting to see just the spectrum of individuals, um, that that show attracts yeah. and what all their role is and how it all comes together. Well, I'm glad you said you got business too. I mean, I think that's important. And, and I know TJ let us know like last year, he got an amazing amount of business from, from just being there. But, um, I'm going to be curious as we go along here to hear some of the other stories from some of the other, you know, vendors and stuff that were on. I, I, I got a feeling that that event alone probably generates couple million dollars in, in yeah. local economy growth. Yeah. And then, like I said, when it goes to the convergence, you used to see the separation in a business. You saw the IT sector, you saw the facilities folks, you saw the people in records and information management. Well, they all had to come together because it's all intertwined now. All the mm-hmm. information that the records managers dealt with, which was hard companies, all being transferred through electronic means. And then you start looking at the infrastructure of a building and the security of the building, everything mm-hmm. that's coming through. So now you've got, you know, this convergence of IT records information management, facilities, security, yep. all under one umbrella being, you know, you know, in the, in an organization being mandated by the C-level folks. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, this becomes higher importance now yeah. <laughs> because of the society that we live in. Yeah, that, and you're, you're you teaching know, you guys at the desk as opposed to worrying about, oh, your IT department, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, the been, impact technology's had on, on everybody's business, you can't be one-dimensional anymore. No. Uh, you can't just be telephone guys. You can't just be copier guys. You, you've got to have. Just can't be paper shredding guys. You can't be paper shredding guys. You've got to get more. You've got to have more into it. It's just, yeah. just like yeah. on the communication side. You know, we, we, we have to do voice and data. Well, we yep. have to do voice, data and video. It's, if you don't mm-hmm. have all the aspects there, then, then business is going to walk away because they're looking for that single point of contact. Yeah. Yep. So I got to say, when I was a kid, uh, well, I'd say younger and we got our first paper shredder. Am I the only one that just tried to shred everything in the house? <laughs> Am I the only one that like stuck the CDs and stuff in there and just just to see if it worked? There's a limit to how There's much it will shred. Yeah, yeah, well, not on his thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, if you put a hard drive in there, yeah, so. that's it. So. I, I don't think you can go to Office Max and buy anything that's that's going to be of that caliber. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, and it goes beyond the electronic media now because of the age that we live in. And, you know, ever since 9-11, we do more that people don't realize. I mean, we do uniforms. Mm-hmm. And we got the sheriff's department comes over every year with a trailer of old uniforms and we destroy them. 
Ah. Think about anything that someone could wear to get into a critical infrastructure. Post, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scrubs. Yeah. Scrubs yeah. I know hospitals and, like, cause I used to work in the healthcare industry and for me being inside and this may have just been cause some people knew me, but if, and I worked in the kitchen. So if we got dirty or we, it got too bad, you know, I could run upstairs to the OR and grab a pair of scrubs. Right. Correct. But I guess you wonder, could anybody go up there and yeah. grab some of that stuff? Well, or, and then, well, then you think about the stuff and the access of buying things online and you think about the product that's made. Let's say you mismanufacture a product. It's still a good product, mm-hmm. but Hey, it's a know, blue maybe, light special. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the shoelaces are off a bit, but the yeah. shoe still laces up, but that's a high brand. You know, they don't want that sold on the second tier market that denigrates their grade. Mm-hmm. So you're destroying product like that. Or just because of all the instant media where you can get pictures out there, Yeah, you know, do you want that individual wearing your branded logo? Yeah, that's TV? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? You're right. So, so it's like so when people they, are much more social security. So then that's all. I mean, people don't think about what that's all techno technology driven. Mm-hmm. What people are protecting today because of instant access to information. Yeah. Um, you know, you know the person in the corner of the street that's down there doesn't want to be wearing a, you know. A company's branded logo, and all of a sudden they've got handcuffs behind them, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> be put yeah. in the car. The guys, uh, guys got the spray paint can out there after he sells the truck to somebody, paint over his <laughs> paint logo. Over. Somebody can. <laughs> I had a truck that did that too, man. It yeah. pissed me off. I, my first car was a uh, 1978 Dodge Ram van, uh-huh. and it was 15 passenger, puke green interior. And it was a campfire boys and girls van, which when I was 16 in punk rock and it was for the band, it was yeah. awesome, right? Oh, yeah. It had all the little handprints on it. And I remember I had to take it back in there because the guys called me. They, they totally got me, man. They called me back in there like, yeah, well, we, we need to give you a tune up because it was part of the purchase. Man, I got that van back. They had spray painted over the campfire boys and girls. Wow. Because they didn't want me driving around that logo. Yep. I was like, I'm so pissed, man, but I get it. Yep. I get it. What do you guys do with all your stuff when it when you're switching phones out and, and rewiring places? Well, if unfor- it's not copper, <laughs> unfortunately, some of it you can't dispose of. You there's uh, some of the telephone systems, the older phone systems have mercury in them. Ah, so you second. just can't shred that stuff. You we we dispose of what we can. You break the plastics down, and you you know, you can recycle the plastics and stuff like that. But um, we've got a warehouse that that just has components in it right now that. They they may be twenty years old, but it's just the old components that have the mercury in them. You can't just you just can't crush them or destroy them, or throw them away. That's crazy. They can't go in a landfill. I had no, no so, idea that phones yeah. have mercury in them. Yep. What yep. was the mercury used for? Uh, it was it used what, to build the soldered? components. Yeah, when the, when they build components. Huh. Yep. Some of the components have mercury inside them. So what do we use now instead of mercury? Oh, it, it, with solid state, it's every everything's kind of gone away. It, right. it, the, the newer technology and and you know the 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 EPA emissions guidelines and stuff like that, they've gone away from all that. It's kind of like lead in paint. You know, yep. lead in paint never really served a purpose, did it? I don't know, did but, it? No, I mean, just you know, it was just there. So, yeah, it was just there. Yeah. So yeah, they, that was before my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, we don't even have to worry about houses I rent anymore with them. That's how gone it is. Yeah. But, uh, right. Yeah. It's gone. Uh, yeah. In fact, I, the first house I bought though was like one year after they had stopped doing that. Really? So luckily, and it was all that plaster stuff over in East Hill too. Oh yeah. So luckily we, I've never had to worry about lead and paint. You didn't have to worry about the Chinese wallpaper and stuff. Chinese. No. She can't rock, wallpaper those walls, okay. man. It's, yeah. it's that hard old, old school plaster yeah. hung on the metal great sheeting and stuff yeah i've seen a lot of that down here and you know a lot of businesses move into these buildings and it's a challenge to go in and yeah. do the cabling inside mm-hmm. those buildings because you can't you you hardly can't get inside the walls and they they cross brace everything inside the walls it's it's really crazy yeah. trying to recable some of these buildings we put a we put an addition upstairs and we had this uh, our house was built in 1947 i think so it had 
all of the old school tongue and groove um and the real wood like pine like oh, i'd yeah. burn up like six or seven sawzall blades trying to get oh, yeah. through it it was good quality construction <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so what about you what was your experience with oh we with. The, <laughs> what yeah, are we here with. talking about yeah. today <laughs> we enjoyed the whole thing I, I i liked bringing people in and talking to them live there at the event yeah. and you gave us a chance to see how the how how they their exposure to that did for them um you know it was um it was it was fun to see the people come in and and the ones that had been there before see the 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 things that they noticed that was different and yep. the improvements that had made been made from year to year but then the people that came in that never been they were just amazed yeah you know there there was just a group of that the whole event was just they would come in and they they, they i don't think they knew what they were they, they didn't have a level of expectation coming in and so when they got there and they realized what all was going on yeah, at that sure. event in such a short amount of time yeah uh they um most everybody was very impressed yeah no. your wife had fun yeah yeah oh yeah she liked playing radio huh yeah, 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 she did. Curtis yeah. got bonus points. <laughs> yeah, she she would not get on the radio. No, but she no, had she fun watching not, you. But, yeah. I remember her smiling yeah. watching you. Look, yeah. she's like superstar. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, there's a good menu of things to choose from there. That's for sure. Yeah, it was, it was. almost overwhelming. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and I think as you, if you go more, once you go more, you get more accustomed to how the the, the show breaks down. Yeah, and you can but, really pick you know, out, I think, right. what works for well, you. Well, yeah. the other thing, too, is if you bring more staff, you can conquer and divide. Yes. Divide yeah. and conquer. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, I reverse that. Divide right. and conquer, well, where you can yeah. just pick a thing to go to, then you can get sure. back to your uh, offices and have a little bit of a debrief yeah. and say, okay, what did you learn? Yeah. Let's pass on and share. And your employees will have a good time, too. Exactly. Yeah, we didn't we see like getting the, out of the house, right? <laughs> from where we were, we didn't see some of the breakouts <laughs> simply because we were just doing the radio. Yeah. But, yeah, for the, the people would come in and out of those, and of course we talked yeah, to some. We of have to take a live mic and go to some so. of the breakouts. Hey, we well, could do that. You know, uh, we've we've taken some notes for next year. Um, <laughs> we all did go watch the drones. Oh yeah, drones were cool. Yeah, love the love the boy toys. But um, and then I did not see any of the other panels and stuff. Um, mostly just because we were bouncing around getting film. However, we do have film of just about every breakout session, as well as the entire event that the guys next door, uh, and I myself have just now going to start editing this week so cool um and i've got some of the video that we've got up on our site that i saw you yeah, shared that was right. just sort of a highlight thing we've got all the radio stuff which you're going to be handing out um for those yes. that were guests on it uh this week um but i think once we do our meeting this uh thursday with the committee and really find out what it is that they all want to make sure that we've got uh, when they i mean we have hours and hours of video so we should be able to really recap and rehighlight and let some people see what they missed so that they Good. can sign up for next year. Yeah. But yeah, I missed I missed all of the breakouts except for the drones. Yeah. And I heard some of them were just absolutely fantastic. Well, I think you said something about you were leaving for the drones and it didn't matter if we had guests or not, you were going to Yeah, I, well, I was going to win. Yeah. I was going to win. You didn't win <laughs> Little did I know yeah. I got set up. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like this election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I did not win, but that's okay. I got grown up and went out and bought my own there you go so all right um but what'd was, you get we got a uh unique um phantom unique phantom i think that's what it's called we named it a tray you i took it yesterday and flew it over bush stadium all right which is very i haven't seen the film yet i'm very excited um i got close to the arch without getting shot down by fbi or the national park service unfortunately they were doing all uh, you ever been to the arch no yeah. You, you've been to the arch? Okay. Yeah. So it's obviously it's massive, right? And it's all this steel and stuff and it's put together and, and the way it's built is that it all holds itself together. 
But underneath it, which most people don't realize is there, is this huge national park all right underground under the river. And it's also where you get into these little pods and you just kind of crank up. Little white eggs. Yeah, little white eggs. And it's it's a horrible ride up, dude. It's like really <laughs> very claustrophobic. Yeah. Uh, and you're usually in there with three or four people, right? And, you know, so and then you get up top and it's not much bigger either, but you can hang out there all day if you want. But anyway, they were redoing all of that. So there was literally construction and fences everywhere. So even if I had gotten up close and been able to fly, it just would not have yeah. looked cool. So, yeah. so I hid out on a parking lot about two blocks away and <laughs> took it up to 400 feet and got the best shot I could and did it quick. And I did it really yeah. early in the morning so nobody bothered me and then uh, got the hell out of there. Yeah. Very good. So, that works. We'll see, man. So, um, but you know, those guys that uh, were doing the talk were doing some really neat stuff. They're doing, you know, ground surveying, construction. I saw them out with the military the other day, uh, uh, filming their um, training from like you know wow. 200 feet yeah so that you're looking at like football now right sure so they get back in and they sure. start they start talking about where they are and moving positions and drawing cool stuff on the screens and just there's just so much coming this way yeah that you I, can do now i keep waiting for the blimp to get replaced by a drone i think it already has <laughs> is it not uh blimp still the game yeah, well yeah, good they, years probably yeah. got a good fight into that yeah, i think so but they're not man though are they are the blimps still man yeah i think they're yeah. Still, yeah. Still, yeah. They're still, still captains yeah well the one around the hockey arena is a drone. Have yeah. you seen that one? Yeah. Oh, inside. Yeah. 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 Drops surprises on people. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about the big ones outside. The yeah. Stadium. Yeah. It's good year across it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll fly my drone over if they let me. <laughs> yeah. There you, you know, go. Why not? All right. Well, what what else? What uh, what what do you think you took away the most from there? Oh, then you'll be back next year. <laughs> How many mason jars did you give out? Oh. Uh, I think about uh, 20, yeah. 20 mason jars. Right. So what are people's reactions when they see that thing go through? Uh, they, I think it's mesmerized. It's kind of like watching a fish tank. You just put it in there, and it continually slowly <laughs> grinds, and you're like, oh, that was cool. Give me another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else can I shred, right? <laughs> no. They start, start pulling chains out of their pockets. Hey, can you crush that? Too? Exactly. Exactly. So it's just one of those things that's just like, oh, wow. I just ate it right up. Yeah. Um, and But, nor, you know, the the process after that is all those metal pieces are recycled um putting in the mason jar was just something we did for the individuals mm-hmm. with their hard drives but we do have a strict chain of custody when we go out on site to do that for a customer every hard drive is scanned the serial numbers off of that that goes on the certificate of destruction the hard drive is then shredded and we have like a gopro camera in there if they want to witness mm-hmm. that or have a recording of it and then by our national certification we are required to then to recycle those components um, we don't put them in mason jars unless we did like we did here where we can do someone's personal hard right. put yeah. in a mason jar. Yeah. They they take custody of it. Um if we're doing it for a business, we have to buy our, yeah. our certification recyclables. But let's just say even if they did put it in a mason jar, you you're not putting this thing back together. You're not no, getting any no, data no, from no. it at all. No. That's pretty amazing. All right, if if you're doing it soon too, right? We've got uh, like I think when we I was on the uh, show prior to the I-10 Word Conference. We really wanted to hit those small businesses. The small businesses are the ones that have not the opportunity to take advantage of something like that. So what we tried to do is uh, capitalize on doing it in certain communities. So we've uh, had some good success so far. We did uh, Mobile, Alabama on the 27th of October, did 140 hard drives for four different cust- uh, people over in Mobile. We got Gulf Breeze coming up here on the 16th. And we've already got one person signed up that has about 21 hard drives wow. destroyed. Where are you going to be in Gulf Breeze? 
Um, right now, what we're doing is we're just putting out the word, and we're actually going to each businesses with oh, the cool. unit and okay. doing it right there, so they're employees and they can witness that. So we've sent out letters to all the I ten wired folks with the dates we're going to be in the certain areas. Plus, we've uh, sent out information to all our existing customers that hey, we're going to be in Gulf Breeze with our unit on the sixteenth uh, of November. If you have drives that need to be destroyed costs and get on the schedule we're trying to do is you know normally we're looking at people that have 75 to 100 hard drives to send sure. the unit out if we can get them in a concentrated area we can lower that number and we're doing the same thing in panama city on december 6th and then tallahassee on the 14th and then uh, pensacola on january 11th I mean, you get a pretty big geographic area yeah we cover all far. the way from tallahassee to gulfport mississippi north to montgomery alabama the project we're doing uh, this week, we've got a large project in Tallahassee. Then we're running up to just south of Atlanta for a large project. Very cool. So, okay, anything yeah. you want to shred? No, I don't think. I don't think. You got a car you want to get rid of? <laughs> it's already shredded. It's already shredded. Yeah. Huh? There's not yeah. much left. Yeah, we could do something here, do a little promo, and bring it down to the station. Oh man, I, I, people would love to see it. I think would be a good idea. Get some cameras out there. And, yeah. Calling all hard drives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but, but let's car think about parts, this. You know. Because, yeah, car parts. Yeah. Car parts. Any, any bad body parts you don't want anymore that aren't working? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody piss you off last year? Yeah. Um, uh, cell phones. And yeah. Without the battery. They got that on it. Uh, flash drive CDs. Those types of things. You okay. rack up tapes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, but let's let's talk about just the reality of, of 21 hard drives, right? So, it's only 21 hard drives, but let's just say a minimum 100 gigs. Yeah, you're talking about 21 semi-loads of paper documents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're also talking about millions of people's data. I mean, data. it could be. Correct. You know, could you could easily, on 21 hard drives, I think you could fit you could fit most of this community yeah. on. Oh, always, easy. You know, just put in perspective, figure a hard drive is going to buy a semi's worth of paper documents. Yeah. So... It's crazy. It's a lot of paper. A lot of paper. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so, um, oh, what did Toshiba think? Did they have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, they were impressed. Uh, as a matter of fact, the my regional sales manager was only here for the first day, so he didn't get the real, he didn't get the big day, yeah. which was Thursday. And uh, he said that next year he's going to schedule being here for the entire, for the entire program. Awesome. He wants, he wants to be here now. My, we'll my, get him his own microphone. Yeah. My technical his engineer. Own, own yes. We do need to do that, but we can do that. Yeah. Um, my technical engineer was here. The sales engineer was here for two days. And uh, so he got to see more of what happened yeah. on Thursday and, and yeah, he had never were, been they, to Pensacola before either. No, nope. Never have. Yeah. He said he was amazed how flat it was here. <laughs> so. Not the sugar white sands or the really good hospitality or the, yeah. the enormous drive. tech industry. <laughs> yeah. It's just really flat here. Yeah. Yeah. And until you drive five miles north up to the Colorado. Yeah. 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 Did he notice that the pine trees stopped at the highway? Did yes. he notice that at least? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, he was he was taken back by the beaches, of course, yeah. but yeah, the one thing he did say is it's flatter here than I thought it would be. So. <laughs> seven feet above sea level. Yeah. <laughs> you, t- you tell him, yeah. you t- uh, 45 minutes from here is the highest point in Florida. Oh, yeah. At the Indian Mon- yeah. Mounds there in Fort Walton. Yeah, you're right. And it's only, what, 80, I think it's 84 feet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Well, we and we've been able to, uh, we've actually made some changes. We've had some some new opportunities open up with Southtail. Um, we've, uh, expanded the territory that we now can port numbers in so we can get okay, numbers in mean? a bigger area. Um, Orange Beach and Gulf Shores and Foley and, um, Alberta and all those areas in, in Alabama that are in, uh, the CenturyLink footprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can now get number service there. And oh, cool. Before you couldn't compete there. It's just like, you know, they were the incumbent and, right. and when, when they broke up 
AT&T and made it available for everybody to compete. Well, the, the little places didn't get broken up. Right. Which, you know, so they, they kind of had a lock on their territory, but we've got some new product now that allows us to go into those areas and, um, we can, it, it, customers are paying $60 plus per line in those areas now. And we can go in with a package with four lines for less than $80. Wow. So it's it's going to be a, a huge savings. How does Century customers. feel about that? <laughs> oh, I'm, they're not happy with it. So, yeah. Hey, you know what? It's uh, welcome to capitalism, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, there's That's been what a, today's all about. <laughs> there's been another big change in our industry, and there's been a there's either been a merger or purchase, and I don't have all the information yet. But Level Three and CenturyLink has combined, and I don't know who bought who yet. Uh, the impact that that has is if, if in fact CenturyLink did buy level three, that makes them the largest carrier in the world. Really? Yes. Had no idea. Level three is the largest number provider in the world. Huh? Bigger than AT&T. No. Yep. There's somebody bigger than AT&T. Yep. Sure enough. Is that legal? And that's, yeah. And that, that's actually the backbone. <laughs> I mean, didn't AT&T, it, didn't they start the whole monopoly thing? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're the whole reason that we, that right. it became Pacific Bell, Northern Bell, Southern yep. Bell, all that yep. stuff. That's why they broke them up. Yep. No longer Ma Bell. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everybody, uh, most of your service providers at some point have a backbone that they travel over. Of course, we sell the Toshiba product. And in our hosted line, we're actually going over the Internet. Well, our backbone's level three. Right. Because they're the largest provider. So what about, so, and you guys go over like Southern Fiber and, and oh, we, all we this could, other stuff that's, that's integrated into it's, cities it, that they don't even know about, right? It's BYOB. Bring yeah. your own bandwidth. So if you've got the bandwidth and you've got any internet provider you have, DSL is not supported, but it does work. Um, if any internet provider that you have, we can put service over that internet provider. We can provide you phone lines and phone service. And we provide it with a proprietary telephone that's not like the normal hosted services do. Yeah. So like the ones we had hooked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. The ones we had live at the show. We yeah. can do things with those phones that you cannot do with a regular hosted environment. Yeah. Because cool. ours is proprietary. Like call you at the office even though you're half hanging out of a car. Yeah, right. Yeah. Call the office. Let them handle it right <laughs> He's now. He's dedicated, but it rings That's your right. phone. Um, yeah, yeah. If you call my extension, it, then yeah. in my office, it rings to my office and myself. Do you guys time. do like video? You say we were doing video. Do you do the video conferencing and, and phone capabilities? You're able to yes. do all that? Yeah, we do video conferencing. And, and the other thing is that... It, uh, hosted service is so popular right now, but a lot of people don't understand that they're still an avenue for premise-based equipment. There's yeah. still companies that because of the requirements of their phone system or because of the way their company operates, ho- a hosted environment is not the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. And so you still have premise-based opportunities there. It's still an IP system. It still works over your local area network. But it just doesn't have to have the Internet in order to operate. Right. So you still get the benefits having the IP system. But you don't have the risk of going over IP, over over hosted voice. Right. So something like a command center or somebody needs to operate maybe during, uh, uh, what's the You got somebody that's mission critical. Hurricane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got somebody's mission critical that yeah. needs to have hardware there and, and, and needs redundancy or they have a big ACD platform, or automatic call distribution mm-hmm. that they're using. Um, I was thinking yeah, of the something band, like, but go ahead. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. But not, not ACDC. ACD. So. But yeah, rock on. So yeah, there's 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 <laughs> options, and 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 the reason that the, the South Tail, the reason we fit so well is because we have all of those applications. We do the voice, we do the data, we do the video. We can, you know, we we, we cover everything. Yeah. What about security? Where does security fall in with? And I've always wondered this because it's over the internet. I mean, can it be hacked? 
Can I hack oh, yes. into some phone calls? Oh, yeah. Well, now, hacking into phone calls will be, is going to be a, a lot more difficult than hacking into an IP address right. or something. Now, we uh, every day we get attacks. Um, you'll notice that uh, your phones go out or something. They, you, know, you have like a nationwide outage. Mm-hmm. That's not... That's not because somebody hit a pole somewhere right. and knocked the pole down anymore. It's because you used to be the story, right? Well, yeah. What what now is? It's you've got you've got other countries that are attacking our infrastructure mm-hmm. here, and they do things like DNS attacks. It's denial of service, and that basically shuts the carrier down, and no, you don't have dial tone. So. Yeah. So that was one of the things in his I ten, and I cannot remember his name. Of course, he'd probably like it that way because he's. I was like, "Who are your clients?" He's like, "I can't tell you." <laughs> it's all secret, but he had, they had like the actual live map that was showing you as these attacks were coming yeah. from like Russia, yeah. Bulgaria, right? like as they were happening yeah. and what his system was doing, obviously to stop them, but yeah. they were literally tracking attacks all day long. Yes. Yeah. And that was just Thursday. Yes. You think of the, the impact that can have, you know, so much of the stuff now we're controlling when you think about wireless, like controlling your home with mm-hmm. wireless applications. Yeah. The nests yeah. and all that. Well, yeah, you can. But, you know, just Absolutely. everything, for, turn down your lights to open your doors to, you know, you're, all of a sudden you get locked out, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As a matter of fact, TJ's coming on tomorrow because we're going to talk about sort of the Internet of Things, whether it comes to banking or, or your numbers, but even into your house. The last large attack that happened was because of a camera that was on a, it was actually on a drone, and they reverse engineered the camera, and they got all the access codes that they needed to that company hmm. because it had been programmed at the plant and then shipped. Yeah. Yeah. And there weren't enough securities things involved, but all of that data was in that camera yeah, on on an on an end user product. Yeah, you know, so can't trust what you buy. It's uh, you know, you just most of it's just because you yeah. don't know, man. Yeah, yeah we've a added a lot of knowledge. We've added a um, security appliance gateway now to our product line simply because even when we've got some customers that uh, offer Wi-Fi as a as a guest or free service sure. if you go into the business or whatever, and they need a way to be able to monitor because they have long-term residents that come mm-hmm. in, and so they need to be able to monitor that and be able to turn them on and off because if somebody were to come in and start downloading material that they shouldn't, they yeah. need to be able to track that. So we've actually added the Web Appliance Gateway that does that. It monitors the network the whole time. And then if you see something, you can go in any any time and just and look at the monitor. Uh, if you see something that's going on, you can go back and trace. Even if they even if they've checked out and gone, you right. can still find out what was done. So uh, you know, somebody hacks into something from one of their sites. Yeah, you, uh, you could drive down the street right now, pull up in front of houses and get wireless access to mm-hmm. their homes, and you could go anywhere yeah. you need to if they don't have passwords. Do you yeah. think the more high tech we get, the more low tech we'll become. Yes. I see. Why that. is that? Well, I have two two things that always stand out in mind. Whenever I see someone on their laptop, they have a piece of tape over the camera. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very low tech. But mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Then there's a service that we provided that uh, the the usage has gone down, but we're starting to see it come back now. And we do media tape fault rotation, where companies do all their backup tapes and all their backup information is put in a vault. Right. We have a yeah. vault at our facility. Well, the reason that they're going back to that is that they need multiple redundancies and we're off the grid. Right. Okay? Yeah. You know, if you all of a sudden you have mm-hmm. something going on in your office where a computer is being, and you know, infested and start shooting through the system, people aren't plugging wires. Yeah. If you're off the grid, it can't get to it. So right. we've got large institutions, mostly financial institutions, saying, okay, we've got our own server backup. We've got a server farm backup. But last uh, line of defense is we're going to take all our backup tapes and we're going to rotate them daily and we're going to keep them on a vault off-site. Yeah. 
And because if they're not in the system, they, you know, we may lose hours, days worth of information. We're not losing everything. Right, right. So well, the yeah. more high tech we get, the more low tech we become for preventing those types of things. And, and because, it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it works. Because it works. And right now. And I can trust it, right? Yeah. The smartest companies are backing up something that's that's like a hard, solid state hard drive or something on premise, and then either taking that tape or solid state hard drives, taking off that pre- device and taking it off premise somewhere to store it, because then you don't have to worry about if you had a break in or a fire or whatever. Yeah. But or a hack, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, hack. A lot of these companies that are going to these cloud based backup systems, you know, what happens if if somebody learns to hack the cloud based system if right. you don't have something premise? So it's not a bad idea to do cloud based backups, but. You're putting you your information backup out for there. the backup, yeah. right? So, so yep. basically have multiple redundancy systems, yes. you know, checks and balances. Yeah. Yep. So. so speaking of off-grid, did you guys see what uh, Elon launched yesterday? Did you see the solar panel roof tiles? Oh, yes. I yeah. Uh, for the Tesla battery? Yes. We had the Tesla battery there, Yeah. right? Uh, a couple of days before, I tried to get the Tesla car. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But they had to send it back to Tesla. So apparently Gulf Power did not have full rights to let me drive that bad boy. No. Um, although we were going to try. We were going to try to do an I-10 show from inside the Tesla while we were driving. I was going to get Jim to drive. It was going to be awesome. But they said, no, you, you don't make enough money to cover that. Um, but anyway, so they had the Tesla battery there, which I thought was really cool. One of them was not enough to power a house, but two of them w- was or is. Um, but they were flat. I don't think they were bigger than maybe your mini fridge or a kegerator. Really? Yeah. And they were they were probably maybe 16 inches deep. So you literally hang them on the wall in your garage. And then what he launched yesterday was solar panel roof tiles made out of glass that were literally, when they tested them and they dropped, I think it was one of those, what are those, kettleballs? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Right. I think it was like a five or ten pound kettleball. They dropped on it, and the terracotta broke, the slate broke, um, any of the hard roofing tiles broke, but the glass solar panel bounced right, right. off, man. Really? So it was basically you you roofed your you tiled your roof of your house. You could get enough power um, in I think a couple hours to store into those two batteries, which would power your house for an entire day off grid. Wow. And then um, you could obviously give back to the grid which I think is really cool, right? Um, whether that's going to happen 100% or not, I don't know, but there it is, and you can't really deny it anymore. So right. it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. So generators. Yeah. In the next dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can get your solar power and store it that way, why not? Yeah. It's perfect for hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just kind of neat. All right, what do you got left? I mean, yeah. you got to heal, huh? Yeah, yeah. man. I, <laughs> you got to heal. I'm, I'm kind of not really here today. <laughs> <I hear> you, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm just well, glad to be here today. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. we're glad to have you here today. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's get out information and all that good stuff one more time. Tell everybody where they can go or if they want to get in touch for shredding some stuff. Uh, best way is to just uh, check us out online at gilmoreservices.com or you can call our general number of 850 and we can help you not only with the end of life, document destruction, information destruction, media destruction, but also document imaging and document storage, including that media tape vault rotation stuff. Cool. Talking about. Yeah, and uh, you can reach us at Southtel. It's uh, southtel.com, or you can reach us on Facebook under Southtel. Call us at the office. The Pensacola number is 850-610-4999. And uh, give us a call. We'll come and uh, take care of anything you got. Single point of contact for all your communications needs. That's it. One-stop shopping. Self-tell. There you go. (laughs) 
All right, you guys. And if you are interested in I-10 Wired, uh, either the summit at I-10Wired.com or you can find us at I-10Wired.BusinessRadioX.com. Right? Yeah, that was right. Yes. Um, or you can reach out to Curtis at any point in time. If you're interested in being a guest, please let us know. Shoot us an email. Find us on the websites. Uh, we're at Twitter at I-10Wired. We're on Facebook at I-10Wired. Uh, it's it's I-10Wired. Just it's Google, I-10 it. Wired. Google it, right? <laughs> Google right. it. They'll find us. So. They'll find so, all right, guys, don't forget today is your day. Go out and vote. This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Wired Radio, please call 850-288-9959.